It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Matt Mania Podcast, hosted by Mega Rand, T-Call, Neo X, Rock Knowledge, and me, G1 to the Rescue, is brought to you by Random Beats, the Steel Cage Network, and Geekscape.net. Remember, wrestling is fun, and please keep your shoulders off the mat. And now, the show. Random Beats presents Matt Mania Podcast, the Southwest Authority on wrestling, hip-hop, and everything in between. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Yo, what up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, wrestling fans of all ages. We are back for a new episode of the Matt Mania Podcast. Neo, yes, this sir. is episode 202. 202 with your two favorite bros right here, me and Neo X. Yeah, unfortunately, we got G1 in the background producing the produce. He's going to be on in a minute, so so bear with us, y'all. The the producers producing. We got we got rock out there roaming the streets right now, and um, (laughs) he can't pod for some reason. His podcast machine broke, and Mega Ran just took a flight out to um, make some money, kiss some babies, and shake some hands. Yeah, so, did he um, say, I don't even know where he, did he say he was going up somewhere in the Midwest. He said where he was going. I just don't remember. Right on. Well, speaking of Mega Man, the <laughs> the boss is on tour, so that's the reason why he is out and about. So, if you have a chance, go to megaran.com slash shows, and then you can check out uh, you know all the uh, all the places that the teacher rapper hero will be in. Yeah, Minneapolis or Minnesota or that's the same place. I don't know. Something like Do that. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? You but Googles. he'll be there. <laughs> yeah, and then, I mean, more importantly, I'm just, I'm just like that he's going to be uh, back home. I think it was September 3rd, right? He said yeah, September 3rd. He said, that, he said that show was on his birthday. So, so yeah, birthday show. I, that show is going to be fun because it's going to be Playboy Man Baby, uh, which are really fun, and the Oakley Dokalies together, Pangea. So it's a. This is a, a very very interesting mix of bands uh, on uh, at the Van Buren show. You got you got tickets? Or are you hoping you, for the Mega Ran backstage hookup? You know what? I I always pray for the Mega Mega Ran backstage hookup. I welcome the backstage hookup. I still buy a ticket just because. I know that's probably one of the best ways to support the artist, right? So, you know, I think you could you could speak to that as a as an artist. You know, I think you would rather have the homies come and pay pay homage rather than try to sneak homage. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, sometimes you know, it's cool. Like 
like I've had I've had shows where the homies have paid, and I was like, man, if you would have just hit me up and let me know you was out there, like I would have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like sometimes, especially if the crowd is decent, you're not you're not dying off of off of a few bucks or whatever. But you know, exactly. I get what you're, I get what you're saying. You know, you pay the way so the homie ain't got a got a mm-hmm. long list names that he got to sneak in and you know but the exactly. mega ran stimulus package you know it's, it's a thing. <laughs> and, and on that note since we are local here in the valley and, and as i said megaran.com slash shows if you don't catch the van buren show he'll be back to hit um the rebel lounge as well so so you got two two chances at mega ran yes sir two chances at mega ran um and you know what? I'll just put this out there into the universe. Please come if you're vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, stay your dirty ass at home. <laughs> because we over here are are vaxxed, waxed, and ready for Thought Boy Summer. That was the theme of SummerSlam, um, according to Derek Montilla, a.k.a. Captain Caveman of the Steel Cage, dressed in all of his rompers. <laughs> all the, he had a romper for each day. Out there feeling like the wingman, man. <laughs> exactly, touching tips. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, it was uh, it was really good. I mean, and just so y'all know, if if you're keeping up on all the socials, uh, of course, um, Matt Mania uh, podcast on Twitter and Matt Mania Pod on Instagram. We've been posting, you know, all the updates uh, on our trip to Las Vegas. Uh, like Teak said in the beginning. Uh, this felt more like a Las Vegas show with wrestling in the middle, right? Yeah, we were out there doing some thrusting and some and some leg kicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was um, definitely it was definitely a fun time. Like I said, it was just a much needed um, getaway. A lot of you know, due to COVID and the pandemic and everything, we don't really see each other in person a lot and things like that. So we all risked it and and braved our way to vegas um that bitch of a city and (laughs) and she treated us horribly while we were out there and it was yeah it was weird i felt like a lot of my time was wasted on just trying to get around and we were just i mean and especially out there yeah because of all the other different events and especially because i only went there for a day so i missed out on all the friday shenanigans um you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, catch me up. What did y'all even do on Friday? But also the Friday shenanigans is why I didn't go out Saturday. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I was I was trying to I was a little weirded out that uh, it took a lot out of us, man. It was it was a lot. Um, Saturday, Friday, Friday, we Friday, we showed up at the show where Mega Ram was. Um, was that the uh, the FSW show or something like that, right? It, yeah, it wasn't an FSW show though. It was um, it was another promotion that was doing their show out of the FSW. Oh, um, location. it was the GCW, right? No, the GCW was later that night. We we went there oh. also. Though. Okay, so, I'm all sorry. I'm all I don't remember. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I don't remember what the promotion is or where we were at, but um, Mega Ran was doing commentary there, and we just, me and Juicy, we just showed up right there um, as soon as we got there, because they were already there, so they said, don't go check in. 
just come here. So we went there and um Yeah. And yeah, I saw these guys wrestle right here, the shirt that I got on, Lights Camera Faction. They, oh dope. They were wrestling there. Um Yeah, and, that was at the FSW uh cross promotion show, right? Yeah. Exactly. Um what the dude's name, um Watkins. Oh yeah, Watkins. He's a local homie too, and I think isn't yeah. um, isn't Ice, Ice Williams? Isn't he in there too? Yeah. yeah, they're part of the the part of the lights camera faction. So when we saw him out there, we're like, oh yeah, I know this guy. So you know, we were kicking it with him, and they had some dope matches. Disco Inferno was there though. He got booed. Um, <laughs> solo, Solo Inferno. <laughs> Be- yeah. Beak shared this amazing photo of uh, of Disco Inferno looking like Virgil, just kind of <laughs> just kind of chilling in the background, you know, uh, doing you know, yeah. just kind of sitting there trying to collect. He definitely check. got ragged on. Um, yeah, but yeah, so we left that show, went to go get food. After that, we went and checked out Renee Young's podcast. She was um, oh, yeah, oral sessions was- with Renee. Yeah, we went and got some oral sessions um, with, <laughs> with Charlotte. Yeah, from from Renee and Charlotte Flair, Ooh. and and then after that, then we went and got dressed. Well, uh, real quick, but before you move on, did you get any uh, any juicy nuggets from that podcast from that show, the the oral sessions one? How much can I drink or smoke at this point? <laughs> <laughs> that is the question of the day. Um, yeah, I don't think that I was really focused on um, on what Charlotte had to say. It was though. It was towards the end though. Also, so we had oh, this okay. damn near the whole um, her whole interview with her, and we right, just right. talked at the tail end of it. And then after that, we went and got dressed for the night out. We went to. Um, be the good brothers um yeah a little, little talking talking shop where we also saw one of our other good brothers jb and 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 yeah and the other good brother aj yeah i was gonna get to that but um but yeah it was good seeing jonathan out there because he was running this shit so oh word yeah he was at the he was at the front of the house so he just got us in he just told us to go grab feet and he was he was controlling shit of the show. So um, I know he does like talking shop merch, or he helps with stuff like that. So yeah, you know he's see, he's in there. See, I thought I thought it was um, what's his name? I thought Emilio Sparks was the boy that uh, helped out a lot with that show too. Yeah, he does their um, he, the he does the actual production on the podcast. Yeah, because they were talking yeah. about um, him. Because what's his name was there? Sorry. Um, G1, are you live or is that a picture? Rocky Romero? No, that's me. Yeah, Rocky Romero was there. That's why I was telling G1. Because I think Oh, he hey. Shout out, shout out to Rocky Romero, Mr. Rapani so 3K was, himself. Yeah, he was hosting the Talking Shop podcast that they were doing. So it was him, the Good Brothers. They were, you know, talking shit, wilding out getting drunk and whatnot and nice. then they brought um mojo out 
which I don't know what he's going by now, um, or what his real name is. G one, you uh, might be able to. Help with that. I I don't because <laughs> Mojo has never been that important of a kid. <laughs> but but um, we love him. He's dope. He, I had the time, he came like, out and he and he was like, "Oh, you know, like I thought y'all were gonna bring me out a long time ago. I'm about to get ready to leave, but I got somebody who um who can replace me or whatever." And then it was AJ. And um, and that was a surprise for everybody. The Good Brothers they didn't know AJ was showing up. The only person who knew was um Anderson's um wife. Wait, AJ, not yeah, not Styles, sir. Really? Yeah, AJ Styles showed up on Talking Shop podcast. Oh wow, that's dope. They barely and, let him do shit outside of WWE except for maybe like you know. So that's cool. Yeah, we we joked about if he was going to get in trouble or not, and <laughs> and stuff like that. And then, um, yeah, like I said, that was just a big shock. And um, he came in, everybody popped. Nice. After that, he, he was on. He was up there probably fifteen minutes, maybe something like that. And then he dipped off backstage, and then Mojo came back out. And um, there was a part where they did like a Q and A session. And I asked Mojo, where was his gimmick going before he left WWE? When well, he that's had also, <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, that's what to say. Yeah. You got to recap, recap that no. forgettable moment. That, yeah, that's what I told him. Where he had the the blue paint on his face and the and the glass was breaking, and he said, "Fucking nowhere." That's where that gimmick was going. <laughs> Damn, just like that, huh? And and everybody had a good laugh about that. And then they sung, um, <laughs> what the fuck was they singing? He's a he's a grizzled young vet. I don't know if that's oh. something that they sing on the yeah. podcast. Or watch it or listen. I think Gall- Gallows has sung it before. He's a grizzled young vet. He's a grizzled young vet. What the fuck? Cur- cur- <laughs> curtain jerking something in the beginning of the set. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, that's so, a yeah, that's a talking shop classic for sure. He was drunk and sung that like three times. I think he was just he kept doing it because he knew that the crowd was getting tired of it. So he was like <laughs> again and he kept singing it. But <laughs> that's funny. He was just filling time at that point. I see y'all out. I see y'all out there with uh, with friend of the podcast and first black member of the Bullet Club, our boy Chris Bay. Yeah. So after we left talking shop. We went to GCW. That was That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Which earlier that day, it was told that we should not show up at all because there was no room and that it was sold out. I know, but man. Then, I saw I saw no. on the socials that that show was tighter than a dolphin's butt. Like it was. <laughs> super, it was how do you know how difficult. tight a dolphin's butt is, man? It was. Uh, and we got in. <laughs> hey, but you know what? It just goes to show you, you just act like you belong and sometimes it'll work. <laughs> I was saying, you know what? I was uh, I was saying that to to my lady at, at, at SmackDown. We'll talk about Phoenix SmackDown in a minute. But uh, I was saying that because where we were sitting at, great view, by the way. But I was like, damn, see, if the guys were here or at least if I knew who was running the show by first hand, there was like four seats right in the front row that were like vacant the entire fucking show. I'm like, shit, we would have been hell. <laughs> that 
that'd have been great. But still, it was a, but still it was good shows. You know, it's only the only the second show I've been to with Pyro, so <laughs> it's cool. We didn't stay long at the GCW show. We stayed long enough to see Chris Bay and yeah. Two Cold Scorpion. Scorpio, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two Cold Scorpio. Yeah, he's still yeah. doing backflips with his own. <laughs> That's dope. And also, um, Juventus was there. He had a booth our Deuce. table outside. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, saw the See, that's dope, there. man. That was, and, that's um, nice. And we saw Nick Gage come out and the murder, death, kill, and the shit was crazy. Um, it's, it's crazy how uh, how over he is. Super you know, over in indie scene. Oof. Yeah, he got a he got a hell of a he got a hell of hey, a following. Did uh, did Cardona showed up at all at that show? Just out of curiosity. Not Matt sure. Cardona? Like oh, okay. Oh, I didn't I didn't see him. I don't know what happened earlier and we didn't even stay for the Nick Gage match. Like oh, his okay. entrance his entrance was like five minutes. And um <laughs> we stayed and watched that and then we dipped off. And oh, that's right. You said that. That was sure. when we went to the nerd and um and Woods was at the nerd and um that's where Chris Bay was at the nerd. Um Carlito was there. Um, oh man! See, I think I, that that nerd show would have been even more fun. I think I think uh, the Saturday show or the Saturday nerd sesh was fun, but in the back of my mind, I keep thinking that that Friday show would have been way better. Yeah, pardon my ignorance. What is the what's the nerd? The, the nerd, nerd bar, bar is oh. uh, is is essentially the uh, the unofficial Mad Mania bar. Whenever we hit up. Vegas, right, T? Because gotcha. we've been there a whole bunch of times at this point. Gotcha. Um, right. It's, it's on Fremont it's, Street. It's the yeah, go-to in, spot in old for Vegas. wrestlers when they're out there, too, though. Like, Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, try uh, to give them I a follow it. on social media. It's worth it. They do a lot of good stuff. Uh, but, you know, definitely worth the, worth the time to, to make it there. Plus, they got, a, they got a secret speakeasy opening up. Can't wait to see more of that. Secret speakeasy, so, huh? Um, uh-huh. Willie Mac was there. Yeah, I seen I seen one of y'all take a picture with Willie Mac. I think that was you. See, yeah, yeah. Marty there, Marty DeMoff, mm-hmm. he was there. Um, I don't even know who that is still. I hear y'all talk about him all the time, but I've never met him. Lucha <laughs> Underground shit, baby. Oh, um, okay. Got you, got you. And um and yeah, we just um That was a Friday was- show, right? Yeah, there were some porn stars there that was riding like a, a mechanical dick. Um, <laughs> oh wow! Lit, when huh? I say mechanical dick, I mean like a mechanical bull, but it was a dick. No, I, a, I, get a, I get it. I got it. I, if you I'm need a paint picture, for the yeah, I'm clarifying uh, that, for the listener. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah. <laughs> I think I listen this might have. <laughs> Trying to paint the picture um, with your mind, and also. Um, Conan was there backstage doing his podcast. Oh shit! Yeah, and um, this was Mass Republic. I'm sure Neo knows who they are. Yes, sir. Um, Mass Republic was um, running the podcast in the back, so we got back there. But then, um, who he brought out to interview was fucking. Alberto Del Rio, so we bounced. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, y'all. Yeah. Oh, so y'all bounced when he was doing a, a podcast. 
Yeah, we bounced when he brought out Alberto Del Rio to start interviewing him for the podcast. We was like, oh, gotcha. no. Nah. Oh, poor Alberto. Dug himself into a hole. Yeah. We also had got, um, at some point, we had got drinks because we had um, the fucking Fat Tuesday drinks. And then mm. that was earlier in the day. But then after the nerd, we got food and we went back to the crib. So, you know. Friday was a great day. Neo was out there with us Saturday. And nice. um and you know, yeah, Vegas, fuck you. We was in you, now we out of you. See, I think that's it? again, it, it goes back to what you had mentioned earlier, man. It was a it was a Vegas trip with with wrestling in the middle. Um I mean, I, honestly, I think after the show, which we I know we'll get into, I know we still gotta do the putovers, but I wanted to say, I mean, at this point. After SummerSlam, I, like you really appreciate the indie shows. Well, I guess in my opinion, I think I start to appreciate the indie shows even more yeah. than the actual big shows like SummerSlam or even Mania. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I, I think I think I'm at the point where if the next big pay per view doesn't, if the next big WWE pay per view doesn't hit. Then I think I'm just gonna like skip those all together and just do the, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the 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 shows around the big four pay per views. You know what I'm saying? Right. Shout out, shout out to Boy. Dave over at Nurse. What up, dude? Some of my room is stuttered. Uh, oh, I, I remember that one. I never, I never <laughs> let that down. That shit was funny <laughs> as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Oh man! What up, shout bro? Out, hey, shout out some nerds clothing. Love, love I nerds think clothing. the next show that I would be trying to go to would be um, would be an AEW show, though. Honestly, like yeah. AEW need to bring their ass to Phoenix. I've been saying that gonna, on Twitter. If I'm gonna pay to go somewhere now to fly somewhere or or travel somewhere to see a show, um, it'll probably be a AEW show. Like I know we just, yeah. we went to summer because it was driving distance, but I don't even think that I would drive for another WWE show outside of when WrestleMania goes back to LA. At you know, this point, unless it's unless it's in the city, you know, then that's then that's different. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, if it's in the city, then that's a that's a no brainer. We'll be there. Right. But I'm saying anything that's going to take some effort for me, it'll probably be going to an AEW show because I haven't been to one in a while. I know Neo went to one more recent than me, but the last yeah. one I went to when they were in Vegas. That's what, right. I was, I was going to say, we both went to that. That was the that was their, technically their first event, uh, their first official event as a company. So, yeah, that was the that was the first and last one I've been to. I don't know why they ain't made their way to Phoenix yet. So, the most West something. that they've traveled as of now, I mean, outside Texas. of Vegas is going to be pretty much yeah Texas but yeah. I, I mean I would have imagined that they can definitely get I go something Texas going in California sure. because I'm I, I almost feel like almost a little bit maybe less than half their rosters from California they like, need to but you know it's the logistics of the matter you got to move everything blah 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 I mean I get it so here, here's to hoping but it'd be dope if we could just fly to Chicago if Chicago's not that bad man uh, I, you, know, you know one so. day one day I was saw I was salty as hell that I I still couldn't get the all out in Texas to see them in Chicago, but I'm saying yeah. if we were to plan it, if we were to plan it, we can make it work. Texas would be dope, but Texas is kind of like I would I don't know, man. Going to Texas or Florida in this climate is still like a fucking you. such a I big risk. You. Yeah, 
So, yeah. hey, shout outs to Mega Ren in the chat. Thank you for joining us, boss. We appreciate yo, you. Yo, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? But yo, before we start getting into all the wrestling. AEW in Chicago when we went to Starcast, you know? Yeah. Yeah, y'all have a. I have. We, a, I we saw AEW when it was in its in its content phases. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. But let's before we get into all the wrestling, let's do the putover portion of the show because outside of the world of wrestling, there's something else. Mostly just shows. So, <laughs> so what y'all got? Uh, T, do you want to go first? You want to talk about that that town that you like? Hey, I know what that is. Um. To, to those who are not from there, they might call it Richardsville, but to the locals, <laughs> baby. And um, <laughs> and I've been watching this show. I stumbled onto it on Hulu. Um, it's from FX, I believe, but it's just nice. like twelve minute. It's just twelve minute episodes. So you know, with me watching stuff like Aqua Teen and shit, I'm used to, or even watching um close enough like we do we're used to like the short episodes so it's like 12 minute episodes and it's about um, a private eye in dick town so he used to he's from there and he was a kid and while he was yeah. a kid he was a detective like the fucking yeah. um you know detective books or whatever when you were a kid or whatever with the with the teens doing the shit so he was a teen detective <laughs> and now he grew up and he's still a detective but he really only works with teens solving their cases. <laughs> so, so it's like a grown-up Hardy Boy <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yes, yeah, a, yeah, a grown-up Hardy Boy. But when I was watching it, what it reminded me of a lot of was you 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 familiar with Venture Brothers? Yes. Hey. So I was like, these two act like if the Venture Brothers were grown up, if they were adults. That's why I laugh at it. Cause I look at it like, oh okay, like you motherfucking idiots. Like he's he's smart but he's stupid, you know. So, <laughs> no, that's and, dope, man. and you got like dope people doing the voice acting because you had um, Zach Galifianakis was on there, Gene Gray was on there, um, nice. John Benjamin as in the from, as in the rapper Gene Gray. Oh, nice, yeah. John Benjamin. Oh, that's fine. John Benjamin from Bob's Burgers and Archer. He was um he was on an episode. Um, so yeah, and they only got one season on there. It's like ten episodes, but like I said, they're twelve minute episodes. So I digested it so quick that I'm rewatching episodes of it. Right. That's dope. Yeah, that's fire, dope. Fire, fire. Yeah, well myself, I've been actually watching another show on Hulu called Reservation Dogs. Uh, oh, I, I want to check that out. I've seen that on there. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. I really like it. The The summary uh, uh, says like this. Four indigenous teenagers, because you know they live on the reservation in rural Oklahoma, they steal, they rob, and they save their money in order to, uh, to I mean, because the dream is they want to get out of this, this reservation town and they want to make it to California. So... Uh, it's it's funny because they're like building up their crew and now they're going up against another crew and uh-huh. like the first episode they stole a truck full of potato chips <laughs> and of course the hilarity then follows but I I, re- I really recommend it too uh, these these episodes are a little bit longer I want to say they're about you know I, I think it's 30 or 45 minutes to be honest but uh, yeah man I, I think it's a really good show 
Uh, it's definitely in my in my in, in my in this in this season's rotation. Uh, but you know, now that you mentioned up uh, Dick Town, I think I'll, since it's on Hulu, I'll give it a I'll give it a holler too. Yeah, check it out, man, and let me know what you think. Like, like For I sure. said, they're short episodes, so you'll be able to digest it quick and decide if it's something you want to watch yeah. or not. But Reservation <laughs> Dogs, they called me with the trailer when I saw them walking around like like Reservoir Dogs, you know, in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, what's what's going on with this? <laughs> Did you also catch the part of the trailer with them two uh, twins? They rolled up on their lowrider bikes and they were rapping. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's that's the that's the that's the punchline. Two, two, two uh, twins rolling up in lowrider bikes, of course, on the reservation, rapping about popping they Glock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that sounds like a good ass time. I definitely I, I, I scrolled across it on Hulu. I seen it. I'm like, that name is interesting. I definitely have no choice but to check it out because off top animated sitcom name. He said it has some shout outs to the Venture Brothers a little bit or reminds him of that. I was a fan of, of that of the Venture Brothers. So I'm uh, definitely looking forward to checking that out for sure. All right. And um, I originally didn't have a put over, but considering that we had we haven't really had an episode in a while, I have not had a chance to talk about this. So I'm gonna go ahead and talk about this now. Um, there was a single that dropped about maybe three or four weeks ago by uh, R&B artist that uh, I'm familiar with, one of my favorites, Brent Fiez. Um, he uh, he dropped a single called Wasting Time, and this is him featuring Drake uh, over a, a production by my, my spiritual brothers Pharrell and Chad, aka the Neptunes. Um, it's now starting to gain some radio traction, but I was I was like invested in the single heavily the the moment that it dropped. Obviously, I'm you know as I've already spoken before, I'm a diehard Pharrell and Chad fan, and I'm a super Brent Fias fan. Uh, he he's the front runner of a group called Sonder, which is uh, normally him and two producers. Although he does do some solo work, and this single all was the brainchild of him being on an episode of Pharrell's Undertone Pod, other tone, excuse me, uh, show, and uh, yeah, ended up. Ended up uh, making the single And this is probably one of Drake's hardest verses And surprisingly Drake's very first time On a Neptunes beat For both of them the same But surprising for Drake But Dope Single has that Has that classic stripped down uh, Neptunes vibe mm-hmm. You know minim- Minimal drum work Some 808s And some, some crazy chords And yeah. they just let the artists do their thing and it's 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 a it's a vibe. It's a, I was like I, I wore really it out. Good, really good bass vibe. Ooh! Oh, you heard it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's that's that that's that shit, man. I, yes, I love sir. It. So def so definitely go stream that. Go download that, uh, ladies. I, I know y'all love Brent. Fuck the world. I'm a walking erection. I know y'all love Brent Fires. Please check out this new single. It's so dope. Wasting time featuring Drake, produced by the Neptunes. And shout out to Pharrell and Chad for being as active on social media as I've ever seen them before. I mean, literally, like both of them have always had individual pages. Now they have a Neptunes page and they literally post on that boy every day. And I'm shocked for them being where they are. So that's that that's really dope. I love seeing them. I love reposting nature. So, yeah, man, shouts out to them. And uh, it's a big record. In my opinion, it's a big record. So definitely go check it out. Nice. And that's it, keeps, it keeps sounding like you saying Brent Fire ass like. 
<laughs> it, I don't. You know what? Everybody I says bring fires. I, I I don't really Fire. know how that how that is pronounced. They, they everybody everybody says fires, so I just go with fires. Oh, I don't know if that's how you say it. I'm just saying that's how it sounds. Yeah, like, it does. Yeah. yeah, every yeah. I'm like everybody says it that way. I don't know for sure, so I just kind of go with the public on that one. <laughs> mm. So, but yeah, and we got the put over section out the way. We have been all over the wrestling scene lately because, you know, we're here at the Mad Mania podcast. We always there and you never there. So <laughs> who who wants to talk about their trip next? Neo and AAA or G1 with SmackDown? I'll give you a quick overview. The The adventure to, to Triple Mania in, uh, in, the, in Mexico City was really great. I got to just spend time with family. And, uh, and and more importantly, watch the wrestling down there. I got a better lay of the landscape. I feel like I'm more prepared for like the next time that I do go, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, like everybody was telling me that it was going to be very, very, I don't know, ghetto, but it was <laughs> really nice, man. So I don't, I don't know what to, what to, what to tell you. It, it was really great. You can get along. They got Ubers everywhere. So, I mean, it's not hard to get around, you know, it, it definitely helps if you speak the language, however, but I mean, more than that, dude, it was just great just to be on the ground level, watching Triple Mania, watching all the great tag teams, matches that I'm happen. Sure I know what your, I'm sure I know what your favorite match is. So can you give us your top two matches? Well, my, my honestly, though, my favorite match when I reflected and, and meditated on it was really the uh, the triple threat because it was Taurus, Brian Cage versus uh, Ray Phoenix, Pentagon versus Laredo Kid and Hijo de Vikingo. Like that was the okay, match of my, my night. The second match uh-huh. was obviously Andrade versus Omega. Um, but the only thing the only thing is with that Andrade versus Omega match, there was like too much Gaga in there. Right, lots of like gimmicks, you know, and, and whatnot, which kind of took away from what the fight could have been. That's because you know, that's because he brought that. daddy with him. <laughs> yeah, you I was clear stuff. Yeah, I thought it was great that he was there by ringside, but then Conan jumped in, and then Flair jumped in, and then there was just a big hoopla about. I mean, we already have like heel. just a bunch of old farts, huh? Yeah, but the other thing though in AAA they have heel refs and face refs, so okay. not only do you already have that element built in, but now you add this additional element with like these manager s people. I don't know, and then it was also weird the fact that Kenny came out with Conan like that made no sense to me personally. <laughs> um, so, like that that was the only disappointing part. But other than that, it was great. The food was great. The wrestling was fantastic. You know, um, the concessions were fantastic. They're very affordable. <laughs> uh, so lots of lots of libations, you know, and uh, but but other than that, man, I definitely recommend it if you can do it uh, because it definitely is an event so much so is that they have their own dedicated swap meet in front of the stadium, which you can buy like all this wrestling merch and stuff for cheap. So, yeah, I'm definitely not going out there without you because I've never been to Mexico and I just I, I hear too much. <laughs> yeah, I heard too much too. That's the thing. Everybody put it in my mind, like, "Oh, you're gonna get raped, and you're gonna get jacked, and this and that, and the third. You're gonna, you're gonna get None of that happened. Like that. And, 
<laughs> yeah, you know. In fact, I came back with more money, so yeah, not a big deal. Yeah, but yeah, but and I mean, then uh, the last thing up? we needed is you know, winding up in jail in Mexico and somebody. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah, have to we have to pull from the Matt Mania Patreon funds, which again, <laughs> if you can support us, go to patreon.com slash Matt Mania Pod. Look us up. Give us some donation. There's a little bit of back catalog of a lot of content there for you to check out. We so promise again, we will support you as well. Yeah. So, 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 so pay into that. David gets out of jail free, or David gets out of jail because of you by donating to uh, patreoncom slash Mania. So thank you, oh, Matt Mania Pod. Excuse me, Matt Mania Pod. Yeah. But oh. uh, yeah, now that I was back home. Uh, G1 and I both made it out to SmackDown. Uh, I oh, took yeah, my entire family out. Uh, oh, shit, you were there? I yeah, didn't know I, you were in town. Yeah, because you're not in the group chat. So, oh, whatever. Yeah, you got it. I'm like, man, text me. You know, you got my number. Like, hit me so, up. So, you know, I, so, so I made it there. I made it there. I had I had pretty bad seats, in my opinion. I was in the second level. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was still dope because we could still see all the action, you know. And But I took my entire family, so that was kind of like... That was the reason why I couldn't make it on Friday to Vegas because I had to, mm. you know, I had to level it out. Family time. I had to get, I had um, to get them but, situated. But yeah, man. I mean, the the honestly yeah, though, the, the lead up to SummerSlam. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But the the lead up to SummerSlam, that show on Friday, it, I wasn't that impressed. Like, I really felt like there was just like a bunch of like WWE commercials and like mm. not enough matches, bunch of yeah. WWE segments. And but, not enough matches. Like, and it'd be was, like that, especially when the se- especially when the segments don't don't have like a ton of weight to them. Yeah, yeah. like like after after they going really to didn't. yeah, like after they going to so many of these so many of these WWE shows, you know, it, you a lot of the cool stuff tends to happen off camera. Yeah. Like you seen, like you seen the 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 match that happened after broadcast time was over. Yeah, the dark that, match was really fun. That was cool. it was uh, it was really just Dominic just getting his ass. He was getting some <laughs> dog shit beat out of him. And I'm gonna be honest, uh, and I and 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 just and and I'm glad you brought up Dominic because I, now that I've actually seen him in person, because I've never I've never seen Dominic in person. I, I've never seen Ray in person, and I've never seen Edge in person all up until uh, now. But um, Dominic, in order for me to to take him seriously as time goes on, he needs to like put on some weight and like tone up a little bit because he look like when you see him in person, in my he's too small, and he but has no. But he's yeah, tall, at least. You know, he's tall, yeah. He's but like that. just just his arms, there's no definition. There's nothing like I need. He has to put on some weight, you know what I'm saying? Like he, like you know, it, it, it's like I'm like, damn, he really, you know, and he's a great performer. That's not taking away from his performance ability at all, but just, but just look wise, I need him to put on a little weight. That if, if he can do that, yeah. he's top. If, if he can do that, he's yeah. dope. Because as a performer, he, you know, he does his thing. He takes bumps. You know, I really about didn't notice that too much because he wears. He wears like a lot of articles of clothing. He does. Know? So I think that's, you what, can, that's what takes away from it. But yeah, but that, you can see like his the, arms though. Like his arms are terribly like small. You know what I'm saying? He needs to put on more clothing. 
<laughs> right. Maybe he need to go gold dust and just put on the whole bodysuit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because <laughs> it's not the the R. He kind of small, bro. Like <laughs> he needs more needs more tacos in his life. Like man, even like like even his dad is as short as Ray is. Ray looks like Ray looks like the Rock, just micro. Well, Ray, you know what I'm saying? He looks like the, the boulder, of the pebble. WWE, because yeah. it's like big. So so Ray well, got. I'm gonna front though. The the dark match was still good. I mean, because he they're they're all still athletic. Yeah, know? that's but what I'm saying. It, but it dark was match the you know beat up Dominic until he's halfway dead, and then bring in Cena for the hot tag, you know? <laughs> Basically. Um, which was, you know, it was pretty good. He still missed the five-knuckle shuffle, but, you know. He did. What, 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 what can you do? Um, but, man, like, honestly, I think the only segment that carried the most weight was, was probably the uh, the Edge segment. The that was really bath. nice. But, but, honestly, like, I wasn't super impressed. <laughs> it wasn't... I I saw I think I saw more recaps on the big screen than I did like the 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 segments Actually, in, in ring right which is kind of kind of sad but I but you know what been, though it, it was still pretty dope because the Phoenix crowd showed up they showed love it was really packed in my yes. opinion yes um so, which was really encouraging to see hell but, yeah uh, not a lot of people wearing their masks so shame on <laughs> you yeah I was everybody uh. Yeah, everybody definitely did show up and I show had out. I know in you saw that. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, man, everybody showed up and showed out. Like I said, the, the the grandeur for me was just you know seeing some people who I've who I've never had the opportunity. Like the last SmackDown that we went to, which was uh, uh, February of last year, prior to the pandemic kicking off. You know, I got to see Goldberg for the first time, and I'd never seen Goldberg in person. So for me, that for me at that time, that was like tremendous. Uh, this particular time, the biggest part of that was as a as a diehard Edge fan for many years, you know, never thinking that I would ever see Edge at a live show. And then now he's unretired and in, in, in competition and, you know, older and gritty looking. And it's, it's cool. To, it was cool to, to see him. It was cool to see that entrance. It was cool to know where he was going with that entrance versus the people I had with me. So that part of it was fun. I think I think if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have really enjoyed it that much. Because, I mean, Cena's great, but Cena's just not, you know, you know how I feel about Cena. Cena's for the kids because Cena's there was lots of, lots of Cena merch that was being thrown out. I saw Oh, my of, God. It was a lot of Cena in, merch in Cena, that was being... Cena gear. So that, that tells me, like, you know, yeah. again, it, it doesn't matter how long Cena's been gone. Like, you sell, like, you can sell them bright green shirts like hockey. He's like, 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 he's like Superman nothing, to nothing them kids. I shit, I, I shit you not. I was in section 115. And two sections directly above me, there was some kid that was literally screaming at the top of his fucking lungs during that dark match. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I, just, I love you, Cena. Bro, Roman, bro. So I like, he's like kept repeating himself. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, G1, yeah. how, you feel about, how you feel about Cena is kind of how I feel about somebody who I would want to speak about from a different promotion and his name is Christian uh, that's not fair <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fair it, it, I'm about to go on a, on a double edged sword rant real quick because I feel like AEW is doing a lot of stuff good right I feel like they're doing a lot of stuff right love watching the program 
Instagram when I get a chance to. When we say that it's just like WCW and people want to argue that, they make it really hard to argue that when they're picking up all of WWE scraps. Now, when I say scraps, they're all, for the most part, they're all good pickups. When I'm saying mm-hmm. scraps, I'm talking about that you're picking them up strictly to pull WWE fans over. Mm-hmm. And like the CM Punk shit, I just watched that today. It was a huge pop, it was a huge moment. I understand the fans love that. And they were crying in the in the audience, and one person in particular ended up. They've yeah. been chanting this name for seven years. He said, and mm-hmm. AEW gave them exactly what they needed. Like that was fan service. Like yeah. here, what y'all have wanted, here's to have it. But that still don't make it less of a WWE. This is a fuck you because we got somebody who y'all had, and y'all don't have them no more, and. The only thing that I appreciate about CM Punk is that he called out Darby Allen, so at least his program will be with an AEW guy. I'm not really feeling Christian and Omega or Christian winning that title, but I know it ties into Impact, which Christian was there as well. So I understand it, but what I don't like is the old guys getting the programs over the younger or the AEW made talent. Hmm. I just like you don't like it in WWE with them bringing Goldberg and throwing him in the title picture, bringing Cena, throwing him in the title picture. <laughs> I don't like them doing it in AEW either. Hmm. But I mean, Christian is now a champion for Impact, yeah, you know? true. which I get because I mean he has he has a pretty. You weren't watching it during those times, T. I know, but I was, and like Christian's run. In impact, what well TNA at the time was incredible. So I it, like the 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 rotation of of that. I think I think is really cool because he has history in that promotion, and and that's and, and that's gonna go well on that side. Um, you know we'll see we'll we'll see what everything looks like at uh at all out. I mean clearly clearly him and Kenny you know put on a a really phenomenal match even before the. The antics and everything they put on they they put on a really a really solid yeah. match. Like Christian Cage is one of those. He can still go. He's one of those hybrids to where like he's an old guy, but the way that he wrestles is not outdated. He's never been a super flippy dude. He's he's, yeah, he's never a, been. He's a great mechanic. Yeah, he's, he's like he's a he's a, he's a, a, a mechanical of- striker that can pull that that can pull yeah. you in when he needs to. And he and and and, it, and it's like whether he's wrestling old guys yeah. or whether he's wrestling young guys, his style never feels out of place. It never. I'll feels definitely like, give him his flowers for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. You know? never, that's, why it's a, that's why I said it's a double edged sword because yeah, it's hard, right? I, right. And, I, and I could agree in some ways with what you're saying, too, T. Like when, when when I heard they were debuting Rampage, we were talking in the group chat about, oh man, all this. AEW talent that they have on Dark or all this AEW talent that don't get a chance to be on TV. Now they got another show. They're going to get a chance to be on TV. And then they use it as a platform to debut CM Punk. Like, on both sides of that fence, I understand the argument because AEW Mm -hmm. did what AEW needed to do in Chicago to make them players in the game. You know? Right. 
Right. I, one of my fa- one of my favorite. Uh, <laughs> I always, you know, I'm big on motivational quotes and stuff like that. One of my favorite quotes is uh, "Civis pessim parabellum," which is actually Latin. Uh, Latin for "If you want peace, prepare for war." So, like AEW's just been doing a lot of. They've been doing a lot of war monging with with you you know with WWE and and otherwise bringing everybody else together. And I, the only reason they bring the only reason they they have no choice but to war mong with WWE because WWE not going to do the whole collaborative effort thing as long as uh, certain powers that be are, are are still the chairman. But you know AEW was trying to like create the recreate the damn Thanos snap with New Japan and Impact being involved. It, like they just want like my boy Josh say shout out to Josh. AEW is the new Disney. They trying to fuck with everybody. Right. But what I feel is what I feel is going to happen or what I see is happening is that uh-huh. what what's what's gonna happen is we're gonna see our dream matches, right? Yes. Because the because the door is open. So you're going to see the New Japan guys versus the WWE guys you would have never saw or the TNA guys and whatever. Correct. But that's going to overshadow all the talent that AEW was supposed to be building because now it's going to go from creating talent to no, no, we're just doing crossovers now. Yeah, but but also I don't feel like it's going to overshadow the real stars. Like in all like in all honesty, like um, I don't real I don't see the the, the start because you got because because this is how this is how I look at it. Rampage is nothing but a third hour of dynamite. And I knew that before the show started. Rampage is our number three of dynamite instead of giving it instead of giving it to you all in one show, boring the hell out of you trying to stretch this out three hours like they like they do with Raw or used to do with Raw. We're going to give you that last action-packed hour on a Friday night right after WWE do their thing. Now, their their shows where they're developing talent uh, dark and dark elevation. Cool way to do it if you're going to do it. It still gives them hella visibility, but the stars are going to shine. Like like I say, I don't like somebody like Britt Baker, for example, I don't see any in any situation she's she's gonna she's gonna continue to be a major player in the women's division whether she has that belt or not because it's really her, her persona is 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 big and then shit but they give her an opportunity and put her in the title picture though so you saying she's gonna be a major player without the title yeah because she was already in the title picture that's like saying take charlotte away from the title picture she'll mm. still be a major player right right but i mean it's other that was just to be a player first mm-hmm. and that's what they're not doing with a lot of people is mm-hmm. even putting that position to be players it's mm-hmm. like well, applying for a job and they saying you need experience and you like well how am i gonna get the experience if you don't give me the job hmm. Hmm. yeah it, but then like i don't know it's just it's it's weird and i guess that's only because like i'm i'm watching the what they consider the developmental shows as well so I'm seeing who's next or who's coming up and who's probably about to be seen more on like like the like the curveball that I didn't expect to be in the to be in the picture was was Red Velvet. And then she started showing up on on Dynamite. And I'm like, oh wow, okay. And then they had on ramp. I'm like, okay, this was so like I didn't like I knew like I was watching her on on Dark and on Dark Elevator. I didn't know that she was really gonna be that play. And then she really started showing up and showing out. Uh, a couple of other cats. Uh, the shit. The 
What's the uh, what's the, the the guys that just uh contracts expired they came over? What's the tag team Neo uh 2.0, I think they're called. Yeah. yeah. You know, shit. I seen they that you know, they I guess have proven themselves. I seen them on like two episodes of Dark and then Apparently, them and that third guy who fought Moxie the other week. Uh, you gotta be. You gotta keep your eye out on Daniel Garcia. He is. Yeah, yeah. He Garcia is nice. I was like, wow, okay. You know, so it's like it's it's like man, they you know it's still a they they still on that slow rise. And honestly, the WCW comparisons, I shit, I love them. I, I'm you know what I'm saying like I think people got to a point like just with me following the social media stuff people have got to a point where they stopped fighting the the WCW comparisons and some people are, are like me if it is somewhat comparable to a WCW great I thought WCW in their in their final years were phenomenal <laughs> in my opinion so shit I want them to keep doing whatever WCW shit that they that they have to do definitely a comparison I don't feel like when people say it they say it in a negative condensation because WCW lost in the long run but it still was a competitor and we even beat WWE at a time so oh yeah they had the ratings for a minute I feel like AEW itself with even calling their show Rampage and all the stuff that they do, I feel like that they know it's like a movie or whatever taking the poking fun at itself. Like, I think that they know, like, hey, we're going to be compared to this, but it's going to work. Because when I saw the CM Punk promo, even just um, when I saw CM Punk in the ring with um, Tony Schiavone or whatever, I'm just like, like you don't see Tony Schiavone and not think WCW. Of course, you don't hear you don't hear Tony Schiavone on the mic and not think WCW. Let's keep let, right. let's keep in mind that back in the day for WCW, Jim Ross in his younger years was calling for WCW. So it's all a, a, a call back for sure. Um, great com- great comment by my uh, my homie Josh. Shout out to Josh. AEW is advertising like a movie theater does. You know what you're going to see and why, but they hit you with ads for snacks, local businesses, etc. While you're waiting for the movie to start, they use the younger, newer talent as more of an optional item to go along with the bigger pushed wrestlers. That's a that's an interesting way to look at it. What, Neo, what are your thoughts on that? Man? Is he talking about the live show? Just, just AEW in general, kind of the way they, you know, they're they're sort of the way they kind of use the the young use the younger talent. Sometimes, not all the time. Sometimes they'll use younger talent as a as a bridge, you know, or to or to put more attention on certain people. Like I like, granted, Darby Allen already had a a, cra- a crazy following prior to AEW. Yeah, if I he's talking about like how live shows are, like that's that's that'd be news to me because I haven't been to one of the live shows in a while in like a very long time. Mm-hmm. But I can see how they're you know putting more stake on you know Orange Cassidy, Darby, you know yeah, uh, Jungle Boy. A star. So yeah, yeah Jungle Boy's a star. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like them yeah. all those are all cats that, you know, again, whether they in the title picture or not, and, and there's no there's no super indie darlings running with the Jurassic Express. Maybe Luchasaurus had a you know, had a little bit of a run on the indies, but the rest of them are, are green than a motherfucker and they have they have solidified themselves as stars. Darby Allen has solidified himself as a star. Uh who who else did you just mention two seconds ago that I just forgot about? Um Oh boy. 
Junk, yeah, well, yeah, that whole Jurassic, yeah, that, that whole Jurassic Express movie, they've solidified themselves as stars. So it's just gonna be, it's gonna be interesting to see what that, you know, what that rise is gonna be like. And I just even yeah. like the new, the, the new combinations of people, you know, the uh, Jericho taking on, you know, taking on a faction of both people that he's already familiar with and some younger guys, you know, that, that definitely put Sammy Guevara, uh, you know, to a fall. I would love to see more Sammy, you know what I I'm know saying? What? That would be great. Mm-hmm. Phoenix Pentagon better go over on the Jurassic Express. I know that much. That's word. Uh, that that yeah. is word. Yeah. I I don't know. I for me for me either way. Because I'm I'm a fan of the Jurassic Express. So either way, I would love to see the Lucha Bros win. I would love to see the Jurassic Express win. I I, I have no no Yo, particular no, side to that match. I know what's up. <laughs> side motherfucker. <laughs> nah, not for that match. It's gonna be too good. Nah, I can't. <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, so you know, more AEW to come. We already kind of have an idea of what the you know what the card for for all out would be like. I'm hoping that we uh, let's you know let's get a an episode we'll get going. There. We'll, we'll get a next show week before for end, sure. Yeah, yeah. But I'm but but, but I'm geeked about uh, Punk and Allen. You know, I like yeah. I like Punk's promo when he's like, "Man, we'll you're the you're the wrestler that that I would have looked up to when I was 15 because you don't remind me of nobody else. You you definitely an outsider to the whole vibe, and I, I I love that. You know, they're not trying to set up like false beef just to put him in the match. He's like, I just want to challenge you. I want to see if you really that. Matter of fact, I want to see if I'm still that dude. You know, and that's what I appreciate. You're not well, that yeah, guy, pal. When he was in UFC, he found out he wasn't that dude. So. <laughs> he learned. He learned that. Uh, yeah, you know, unfortunately, but hey, you know, <laughs> you win none, you lose some. I mean, <laughs> or <laughs> the other way, the other way. You win none. Look how my however that goes. Dot dot dot. You win none, you lose all. That's what you well, mean. speaking of speaking of losing all, Allegiant Stadium lost a lot of money over the SummerSlam pay per view. Um, really? After yeah. that money was going to be for Neo. Exactly. <laughs> we made it out to SummerSlam. We made it to Allegiant Stadium. We were greeted by C4 energy drinks and tubs of warm water. Yeah. Uh, so it, yeah, it, it was kind of a challenge to find our seats. We were in the upper decks also, and uh, you know, but I like to kind of get the 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 play by play from y'all who stayed for SummerSlam <laughs> because you got to watch it at home, right? G one. Uh, yes, I, yeah, I watched it at home. It was a great show. Go ahead, yeah, got up and left at one point, and I I thought he was bullshitting because he said, "Fuck this, I'm leaving." And I'm like, oh, he's just gonna try to find better seats or link up with the other guys. And I said, and no, I and yeah. I did try, I did try. <laughs> but again, they had that place tighter than a dolphin's butt. It was kind of hard to find seats. Still trying to figure that one out. Oh, that thought, guys. <laughs> mm. But but man, the yeah, like Teak said, I legit got up after Bianca Belair lost. After after Bianca Belair literally lost in like 25 seconds two moves i was fucking livid i, I legit was livid he calmed me down and after he calmed me down i was still livid i got up and i tried to buy beer and i couldn't buy beer because the the pos system at Allegiant stadium was down you couldn't buy beer 
You couldn't buy soda. You couldn't buy food. You couldn't buy anything. And so that kind of just set me off. So like I had to try to enjoy this pay-per-view. I had to try to enjoy this pay-per-view sober. Like you're shitting me. Like I this is the time. There's no other time in my life where I would want to spend the $15 per beer. Like I would gladly spend the $15 per beer if it meant I can try to numb the the anger that was building all up inside my body with what <laughs> I, what, which what I had just saw. He was about to buy three beers before we set out. He was like, you guys want a beer? Just because we were fucking going on a hike through there. Yeah, we, and we finally made it. Like, we finally got to our seats. I'm like, let's do this. And uh, I was I was just so I was just so livid. Like, the entire experience is bad. <laughs> were, the, were the bathrooms overflowing? Um, the, the, the bathrooms were were really bad too. Like I got to use the bathroom. I well, I was in the again in the upper two hundred section, and the the one bathroom that I did go into was really dirty. But I did hear you know on wrestling Twitter that yeah there was lots of like plumbing problems as well. Oh hell! No. Um, but but the only the only the only cool thing about going to the show in my opinion was the fact that i got a free sprite i got a free cheesesteak and i got a free hot dog and i was able to get the uber prices just below surcharge to go back to the mgm park that was it bro yeah, we all walked we all walked back from the stadium back to the mgm park that was not a fun walk <laughs> and i didn't want to be there for that bro so that's why i said in, the, in our group chat like yo i'm just gonna leave and like if anybody wanted to leave, that would have been the perfect opportunity because I literally spent nine bucks to get back home, get back to the MGM. You know? Yeah, it was surge, it was surge pricing when we got out. It, yeah, it went up crazy, bro. And Dragon Master, most people did not have masks on, unfortunately. Uh, it was pretty bad, but you know we had our masks on, so we didn't have we. I mean, I I, got, I took my test on Friday and I came back COVID negative, so blessings on that i mean but yeah, yeah it, it was yeah. just a it was kind of a shit show all around in my opinion and again in my opinion it was just bad like i just didn't like it and i think that's what kind of went back towards my the beginning of my first rant guys where mm-hmm. i don't think i don't think i'm gonna be um have the mental uh i guess strength to, to go through another wwe show like if it's a big four i would rather do the weekend surrounding that show GCW, FSW, any other indie shows that might have happened, like I would rather do those. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And yeah, don't don't even get me started on the whole Bianca thing. I was so pissed about that shit. Um, <laughs> there was no real, there was no real story based reason. Of course, we found out later on that what that what happened in that match with with Becky just flat out squashing Bianca was a last minute decision by the chairman. Oh, we... You Sean know, Spears. <laughs> nope, not that one. But, um, but yeah, uh, why? You know, I mean, I know why, but why? You know, actually, I don't know why. I don't, I don't even know. It's about to be because winter is coming. And, <laughs> and, that, and that means that <laughs> with, with winter coming, it's going to be if this was the summer of Cena, it's going to be the winner of Becky. She's back. She's Austin 2.0. She's the she's the anti-hero. She can just come out and do this to Bianca yeah. and the fans still love her. That's what they're expecting. 
they're expecting yeah, they're, they're, that. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say you brought up something. Like so, so you think the so so then you're thinking it's gonna be a heel turn for Becky Lynch. Well, no, because I feel like it's the same thing. Like she's never been healed. I exactly. think she was she was stone cold. She's a middle person where oh. she'll do what she has to do to win the title. <laughs> And we still love her for it, is what I'm saying. So, I thought I, I thought you meant like she was gonna do Stone Cold because I remember Stone Cold used to be face, then he would go heel. Like I remember corporate Stone Cold was heel Stone Cold, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but but yeah, like I think everything that I've read online is they're thinking that Becky's gonna go. Uh, uh, heel and Brock is going to come back as a face. Oh, we already know. We already know Brock is going baby face now. Like with his with with his old with, with his old advocate um, running with the, the current big heel. Yeah, Brock's definitely baby Viking. Brock Lesnar is definitely <laughs> doing a, a, a baby face turn. That's for sure. You hit the nail on the head. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but but yeah, man. Like my. Oh, go ahead, please. Oh no, this was this was a weird segue, but I was about to say, speaking of Vikings, why they got Karrion Cross looking more like the Viking Raiders than the Viking Raiders? Karrion no, Cross looks like uh, looks like a, a reject from Demolition. Somebody <laughs> said he looked like somebody said he looked like a sex worker. <laughs> <laughs> Not a sex worker. There's this uh, there's this cool picture swirling on on Twitter. Let me see if I can find it. Y'all keep going. But they're saying he looks like like Leatherman or something like that. <laughs> Leatherface. They got him. They got him on there looking like a gimp, straight off of Pulp Fiction. Like, what's going on? Man? Yeah. Here it is. I'll uh, I'm gonna copy this link. I'll post it in the. Um, I'm gonna share the. I'm gonna share the tweet in the Twitch chat. If you're on Twitch. Oh no, that's not it. <laughs> I just pasted Allegiant Stadium. Copy. <laughs> And put paint. it in the WhatsApp and I can put it on the screen. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be gross. <laughs> All right, there it is. Okay. All right. Oh, so it's a Twitter. Yep. It's a Twitter it's picture that, that I saw. <laughs> but I was just like, when I saw this, I was like, what's. Like, <laughs> like, I appreciate he's wearing his mask. Like, that's cool. <laughs> oh, no. Hello, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! Wait. Did you share it on the big screen? G when I missed it. I'm, I'm about. I'm about to share it right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, Josh in the chat right said Cross is like a great value, or maybe like a Kroger brand God of War Kratos. <laughs> That's all bad. Oh look, let me. <laughs> yeah, go. I mean, I think the only saving grace. Over, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think the only saving grace uh, regarding that whole uh, <laughs> that that whole SummerSlam weekend was probably Takeover that next that that following Sunday because that that those were banger matches, you know. Oh man. <laughs> Yeah, take yeah, take over. We you know we already knew what that was gonna be like. Let's yeah, let's yeah. let's let's talk let's talk about some positivity for a minute. NXT I was just takeover. saying like takeover is definitely greater than greater NXT, than NXT's the greatest time. thing about WWE. I, honestly, with the exception of maybe the Roman heel thing, and even that's like whatever. Mm-hmm. But 
But NXT is the greatest thing about WWE. Honestly, it's just yeah, it's just better in so many ways. And now yeah. I feel like they're gonna fuck it up with this rebrand that they're talking about. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But you know what? If they're gonna end on a note, they definitely ended on a high one because Walter versus uh, Dragonoff two was banger. Cole O'Reilly banger. You know, I think everything was a banger. You know, come take over. Walter uh, versus Dragonoff two was. Yeah. One of the most painful matches I've yeah, ever yeah. watched in my life. He looked, he looked like he, he his chest was all hamburger meat, bro. It looked gross. Right. Like he, like his neck part and mm-hmm. his chest was all blown up. It looked Bruh. gross. Like and he, he earned that title win. I yeah, was like, man, he's like it. Really, it really looked it, when you when I talk about quality like like storytelling in ring that was literally like a rise to the top last time they fought he pushed walter to his limit they unfortunately lost this time he was ready for him he still pushed walter to his limit ended up surviving and got that belt up out of that and it was time for walter to lose it anyway because walter had that motherfucker for the last like damn near two years so, <laughs> yeah. with all due respect to walter i love walter but man uh Ilya dragunov shout out to him he he earned every bit of that title win mind body yes, sir. spirit god damn yes sir i mean I, and i don't think takeover requires a lot of explanation like just straight up Takeover is just—it's—it's it's far superior. So if mm-hmm. there was something to watch, it should be Takeover, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. If you like SummerSlam and because it was your bag, cool. If you can find positivity in wrestling, you know that this is what this podcast is pretty much all about. Yeah, watch what you like and watch uh, what you want to watch. It was one of those things where, again, the it, it became a, a weekend in Vegas with the boys. Yes, and wrestling was included. Yes, yeah, you yeah. know, and even st- and even Just still, I would have enjoyed that. So, uh, <laughs> yes, you know, man, I was I was glad I, I was glad y'all was out there having fun, alive and kicking. Every once in a while, I I looked into the chat and I've seen pictures and everything like that. But uh, but yeah, otherwise, but but otherwise, man, I, I, I definitely would enjoy being out there with y'all next time at some point. We'll figure it out. But but yeah, man, um, NXT takeover thirty six. Y'all, I was about to say, y'all down talking about NXT without talking about Samoa Joe? Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. New NXT, new NXT champion. Not Samoa Joe. Joe. Friend of the show. Samoa Joe. I'm so sorry. You're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. My my apologies. So yes, Samoa Joe. Not Samoa Joe who brought the muscle buster back. Not that thing. Yo, that shocked the hell out of me. I was like, wait a minute, word. I was man, I couldn't believe, bro. They had to they had to do something. It was like when they gave Seth the stunt back, you know? It was like Cross been beating everybody. How what do you got in your arsenal that'll take him out? They were doing yeah. the submission game. They were kind of like he pulled um, out everything. Even, they were stalling each other out with the submission game, so he had to pull yeah. something out. And I guess it would have. And I guess it would have looked stupid because the the coquina clutch and the cross jacket, they're subtle differences, but they look like the same damn move. So if Samoa Joe was gonna go over, he would have had to come with something fresh. And that move he was using on Raw just wasn't doing it. And but now him bringing the muscle buster back for Cross specifically. 
that that was perfect. Anybody else, he could just choke out or whatever. But for somebody like Cross, yes, definitely bring back the muscle muscle. That was perfect. He can actually take it. He actually, you know. So right. he, he got the like, meat. But yeah, about rebrand that NXT might be going through. Like we don't necessarily know what the future of Joe is, but for them to bring him back and let him get it, that's right. For him, mm-hmm. for them to bring him back and let him get that win, you know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man, and I and I and I love it. You know, it's a it's a great payoff. It sucks that for whatever reason it took for them to put him back in NXT or for him to go back to NXT to actually, you know, really be you know the man. Like I know he could be, but you know, it's fine. It's still the best product in WWE. So I rather him go to NXT and get down with some of that talent and really really do the damn thing and whatever um is cross done i i mean i don't know that's a tough one on the as far as like being on the main roster full time on the main roster so yeah um considering he had a match against ricochet and what what better person to try to put for elevation you know rather than ricochet Mm mm-hmm you know how that you know how that goes. You know Ricochet. The only TV time now he get is jobbing for motherfuckers. So, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's a whole nother can of worms that <laughs> we could open at any time. The only thing that I'm real upset about is that apparently there's a new storyline with Boring, with Baron Corbin. Apparently he won it big in Las Vegas and now is no longer going to be. This board, this Baron Corbin that I've come to really appreciate and have sympathy for. So now he's kind of like he's going to be in this new story angle where now he has money. That's not <laughs> what I wanted. I wanted to have sympathy for Baron. Now, now that he's rich, it's going to be bad. <laughs> but anyway, that's the, that's the thing. Wrestling keeps going. Wrestling don't stop for for anybody. It, it so don't. All you got to do is just you know keep an eye out, and we'll continue to bring you the. The all uh, you know the, the reactions, if you will. So so just stay tuned, y'all. Absolutely. So so much more to come. So much more to talk about. A lot of wrestling out there. AEW's going crazy. Um, we still got to see what this what this rebrand of NXT is really going to mean for the foreseeable future. Um, and you know we'll see what happens when when the next uh, parts of the Big Four come around. I think the next Big Four pay per view is what Survivor Series, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, I think it's Extreme Rules. Extreme right. Rules. I'm sorry. Extreme Rules. Then Extreme Rules. Then Survivor, then Survivor Series. Series. Yeah. So, so Extreme Rules up next. We'll see what happens going into Extreme Rules, and then you usually Survivor Series is about the best thing that that happens in pay per views when when WWE does their thing. So, yeah, there'll be uh, there'll definitely be more to talk about for sure. And now. Uh, in honor uh, of our homie Rock Knowledge, who uh, who is not here tonight, and something that we all like, let's get into a Matt Mania snack of the week. Ooh, to the wee. And uh, and and Teak, I'm gonna bring up the picture, but but who do we have as far as snack of the week this time around, my friend? <clears throat> Um, this would be April K. Mm-hmm. Who is snack of the week? Um, G one, I believe, will put her information in the ticker tape below. Um, yep. She is a model slash musician slash activist slash 
all natural, beautiful brown skin sister that um, you will you will come to enjoy. Oh, that's April K. I forgot her freaking name. Okay, and I literally just I was just on her profile earlier today. But uh, yes, she most definitely is everything that she described. Let me pull up the the pic here. Cool. Let me share this window. Yeah, there's the beautiful April K. Uh, beautiful brown skin. Uh, definitely is a uh, a guitar player, bass player. Um, she got crazy uh, crazy attributes all over the entertainment world. You see her on the red carpet of the uh, the Mastercard Black Women Business uh, situation there, just looking real phenomenal and black with the fro. I love it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Natural hair, big thing for me. So, nah, much much love to April K. Yeah, she's beautiful. And uh, that's A-P-R-I-L, like the month, K-A-E dot N-Y-C on Instagram. Please go follow with us. Look up. She's dope. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. And I think the, the burial of the week, I'll definitely want to bury at Legion Stadium. <laughs> Never going back. Yeah. Fuck y'all. <laughs> um, so you know what the Raiders, the, the Raiders deserve that stadium. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I don't know much about Neo, sports ball. You know, but they you know WWE stadium. had their own POS system, so they were still selling merch while we couldn't buy food. <laughs> yeah. I, the fuck? They wanted to... Wait, Teek, say that again. We lost the audio. I said they wanted all the money going towards merch and nothing going towards food, so they were Come starving on. us. You already, <laughs> already know how that go. Yeah. Again, I ain't, I ain't going back. <laughs> I don't want to go back to Elite the Stadium. Fuck that place. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I think that's gonna definitely put a, a bad taste in our mouth for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I was not about it, man. But uh, you know, for sure. But I think that sums it up. Unless y'all had anything else to add. Um. No sir. Yeah. No, right. uh, nothing in particular. Uh, I want to. I want to give some some family blessings publicly. Uh, as as y'all already know, uh, one of my uh, one of my older brothers, my my closest older brother, Ron, aka Ron Mac, just moved out here uh, to the Phoenix area from the crib, and we've been we've been getting back to work on the studio side, uh, doing what it is that we do. So definitely be on the lookout for some new thirteen uh, thirteen. That's me and my brother Ron Mac and G One to the rescue. Be on the lookout for some new ESA shit. That's our our group. We're a group of five. So. Um, we definitely got some shit in the pipeline that, you know, we'll be, we'll be unveiling as, as time goes on, but, uh, just happy that he's out here and my nephew, my, my youngest nephew and my youngest niece get to be raised in an environment where they ain't got to worry about none of that bullshit and they can kind of, you know what I'm saying? Be free and go places with their friends, and, you know, that sort of thing. So no, nah, blessings to them. That's all I really want to say. Bless <laughs> up. Mm-hmm, absolutely uh but other than that i think i think that is it ladies and gentlemen uh this was the matt mania podcast this episode 202 and uh much love shouts out to everybody who tuned in blessings to everybody who couldn't uh be there 
um, today, but hopefully by the next time we do this, we'll have a we'll have a full house. And we can go ahead and get this cracking, cracking. Uh, please continue to support us and pay that money. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Madmania Podcast as always, um, and continue to check us out here on the Facebook, on the Twitch. Uh, we're gonna keep doing our thing. I know uh, blessings to our brother podcast, of course, the Steel Cage. Blessings to those guys. Uh, Neo, I know you'll be on with them at some point if you guys haven't already recorded. Yes, sir. Um, we got another episode in the pipe, so be on the lookout. Shout out to Geekscape for hosting us, too. Geekscape. Check out all the amazing content on Geekscape. Uh, of course, there's, um, you know, not only that, but you can also support our artists individually. Again, T-Call on Bandcap. Um, best on Fridays, of course. And uh, Mega Ran is out torn, buying merch. So just hit us up if you need anything. And uh, yeah, so we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Much love. And on that note, on behalf of T Call, on behalf of the great Neo X, I'm yours truly, your baby mama's favorite, G1 to the rescue, aka Poppy. And as always, in pardon, we wish you love, peace, stay safe, stay masked up, and please keep your shoulders off the mat. Out. Peace and love, y'all. Thank you for joining us. We out. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.